Blog Talk Radio. Here we go. Hi. This is the K Factor here on Blog Talk Radio, where K equals kindness, and factors are all the things that lead to it. And I'm your host. This is Dr. Deb Carlin, and this is The Daily Show. And sometimes I'm solo, and sometimes I've got my good friend and co-host with me, Ron Williams. But you know, there's an awful lot going on in the world right now. You know it. I know it. And so when he or I need to slip off, that's what we do. Although he's never had to do the show without me. <laughs> so that tells you something. I think it has something to do with his technical skills and the, the chemistry that we have, the fun that we have, and the way we play off of one another while we're here. I am much more used to talking to myself for some godforsaken reason. Now listen, here's some of the things I really want to tell you. One thing is, big time, a week from today, we're voting. I mean, a lot of people have voted. I cannot believe how many people have voted. Lots of people have voted for their choice of president now. Voted in person, voted through the mail and absentee ballots and whatever all that is about. Do you know who you're going to vote for? Have you voted yet? Have you considered that your freedoms are at stake? Good thing to be thinking about and being in a process of discernment about. The other thing is, we had a new justice for the Supreme Court voted in yesterday and sworn in last evening. No matter where it is that you are in terms of your perspective about Republican or Democrat, I'm going to invite you to think about something very clearly and seriously. This is a really good woman who there's nothing scandalous about. This is a woman who believes in our United States of America and the documents that formed our country and formed it into what we've called a perfect union. She is also a woman who has really role-modeled incredibly elegant and eloquent behavior, good judgment, and etiquette that has been lovely. Hasn't it been lovely to watch someone in a procedure not flip out, not be yelling, not calling names, not even flinching? She is very steady, measured, and thought-filled. Those are the kinds of things that we want from one another. You know, volatility in social psychology, this is a huge issue. And social psychology is the study of the impact of the environment on people. And sometimes that environment is the elements and sometimes it's other people and the combination of those things. We really are so impacted, not by the germs that we've got with this uh, Wuhan virus, but by the social psychological impact of what this has done to our world, to our country, to our communities, to our neighborhoods, to our families, to our close relationships. Do you have people who you're not talking to because of all of this? I do. 
I do because I'm really tired of the vulgarity. It's not that it's not even that we disagree with each other. Some of them are of the same mindset that I am. I'm just really, really exhausted of the aggressiveness about what everybody believes. Conviction is one thing. Mean-spirited, ugly aggression is another. And all of our lives matter. And I'll tell you what at the core of it matters to me, and I know that Ron and I are on this same wavelength, our well-being. And our well-being and the core of our well-being in a, in a philosophy that we share is really and truly that from a very cellular level, everything that happens to you is impacted in every sensual experience. It all impacts your mind and it impacts your body. So we need to be careful about how we behave and how we speak and what we think and what we say and what we hear ourselves say. You know, for every thought, there's an emotion and there's a transmitter that gets released into our bodies and triggers reactions throughout us. So we need to be mindful about what we allow. Everything about this show and this platform and the K-Factor really is about kindness. You know, it takes real courage to be kind because it's so much easier to just be flippant, to adopt sarcasm or to become sardonic and mean-spirited as it escalates out of control. But to be kind, we really have to stand and look and see who that other person is and allow a moment of our heart to touch our cerebral activity and vice versa. This is called the synchrony between mind and heart. And there's material that I, I teach with a biofeedback device, and it's called heart math. We really and truly need the heart math of our life to come alive. The point is, we all have control. We do. We have control over our mind. And when we have control over our mind, we have control over our thought. And sometimes people will say to me, oh, but I'm so emotional, or oh, I'm such an empath. Okay. Being an empath is actually an inappropriate abbreviation for a way of learning to be. And it's about being empathic and understanding empathy, which means that we know how to put ourselves in the position of another, not at our own expense, but to try to be compassionate and understand where they're at. So it's not some sort of a special gift. It's not anything mysterious, and it's not for the lucky few. It's what every human being, hopefully, is trained in. That's why we don't pull the cat's tail, because we put them ourselves in the cat's position and know that that would hurt, or punch somebody, because we know that that would hurt. It's being wise. It's exercising critical thinking skills. Oh, my gosh, can you imagine what our country would be like, what our world would be like, 
if we really had good critical thinking skills in 2020, if we really and truly had empathy and compassion for one another. Yeah, I was at the grocery yesterday, just a little neighborhood grocery store, and there was a line. And instead of going the long line from the cashier blocking the aisles, there was one lady in front of me in the line getting rung out, a gentleman in front of me getting rung out, and there was an older lady to my right keeping the aisle open, and I was standing there waiting. She said, you can go, and I said, no, actually, you were here ahead of me. I'll go after you. I just didn't want to go and stand down that aisle. I'm just here. I was coming this way, and I looked down. There was no one behind you. Well, at that moment, there were two people behind her. Now, she knew that I was there first after her. She was gracious. She wanted me to go ahead of her. No, really, it's fine. But the man behind her had a desire and a need and a motivation to be aggressive in my direction and started barking at me for not getting in the right line at the right time and being like everybody else. It was everything that I could do to be quiet, to look at him, and to listen. And then to turn my attention back to the elderly lady, and I said, you know what? I actually will take you up on your offer to go ahead of you, and I thank you for that. Because I didn't want to stand by that aggressive man, not even five or six feet apart. I didn't want his energy infecting me in any way possible. So when the man in front of me moved up, and it was my turn with social distancing to move up in the line, I moved up in the line. Here's what was so agitating and aggravating. <laughs> was amazing. He couldn't stop talking. And he wanted to make all kinds of remarks. And then he wanted to talk to the elderly lady. Now, this man was probably a decade younger than me. And I just turned around at one point and I said, let me just make one thing perfectly clear. When there is trust, like there is in this small neighborhood grocery store, we don't have to worry that somebody's cutting in line. We trust one another to take our turns. And so I did. And this lady was gracious enough to let me go in front of her, which is probably a good idea because I really don't want you harassing me. He shut up for a minute. I went up to the front. I checked out. I know the checker. We had a nice exchange. I got my things, and I left. There was no need to be completely passive and to not stick up for myself and say something to try to illuminate this man's thinking. And there was also no need for me to get aggressive and say anything ugly, raise my voice. I'm really not motivated in that direction anyway. I'm not saying I haven't behaved that way. But just imagine if all of us could get our hearts and our minds together so that we would make wise decisions. That's what your life matters means to us here on this platform. That's what your well-being means to us here on this platform. And when it comes to your freedoms, I don't want anybody silenced, but I don't want anybody screaming. I don't want anybody to stop talking, but I want them to hear what they have to say and be discerning 
and kind in the middle of what they say. And when it comes to our freedoms, I don't want any censorship. It's wrong. It's always wrong. And it certainly is wrong here in the United States of America. So today, as I'm doing the show solo and hoping that things are going great for my co-host, I am thinking to myself about the ways in which I will go into further discernment. I'll be voting tomorrow. I will vote my conscience. I will vote my choice. And I will vote my love of this country, the United States of America. I was born and raised here, and I absolutely love this country. God bless America. And thank you for being in our audience. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of The Daily Show with Ron Williams and Dr. Deb Carlin co-hosting. Thank you.